The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Check out the latest quick hitter from the Pure Hoops podcast as Sam Mitchell joins BJ Armstrong and Eric Newman, and they talk the Knicks-Pacers battles of the 1990s. Sam, while we have you, uh, one thing BJ and I like to do from time to time is uh, go back to our favorite decade of the 90s, and being that you guys both played in some fierce playoff series, um, usually I put BJ on the spot. Today I want to put you on the spot. And uh, one of the most underrated conference finals, I think, ever, but specifically of the 90s, is one you participated in with the Indiana Pacers in 1994 uh, against the New York Knicks. Can you take us back to that series and how fierce it was, that matchup, the style of play, the trash talk, the personalities, and just how competitive that was? Man, when I say this, and BJ understand this, when I say we hated the Knicks and they hated us, we hated them. I was at a party in the offseason in the summertime in a couple of, in Atlanta, Georgia, my state, and a couple of Knicks players came. And I left the party to go get my boys because we were going to start a fight. We understand the Knicks. So when you talk about, look, we used to sit in the locker room before the game, and this was our mantra. I don't care how many fouls you have in the first quarter. Anybody come to the hole, you take them out, period. Because our team was deep. Larry Brown could go 12 deep on our team. So we were going to take them out. And we had another rule. Every time they hit Reggie, no matter who it was, we didn't hit the guy that hit Reggie. We took it out on Patrick. And we would tell Pat, every time we thought somebody hit Reggie a little too hard, we come down on Patrick even harder. So. <laughs> We hated each other, and we knew the first team to 90 points were going to win. All our meetings were, look, no layups, none. See, I don't care if you got three fouls in the first quarter. If you're in the game and somebody drives to the hole, you put them on the ground. Forget a foul. They had to hit the ground. (laughs) Hey, man, I, I didn't start liking guys that played for the Knicks. It had to be 10, 12 years later. Mm. I would be to him. Charles Oakley was the first guy to start that stuff filing people after the whistle was blown. <laughs> <laughs> Oakley lay you out, man. And they would never call it. Yep. So, so, I mean, we just hated each other, man. And the thing about it is I'm glad the rules have changed because it wasn't basketball. It was survival. Like it was literally survival. And the one thing that we did used to say all the time, if we could force the Knicks to play basketball, we felt like the Knicks wanted to roughhouse you. And Lad Brown wanted to play basketball, right? He wanted free flowing. He wanted hands off, ball moving, popping, you know? And if Pat Riley wasn't gonna let you do that because Pat Riley knew the team he had, they couldn't play that way, right? They had, we had ballerinas they had guys, I don't know what you call them, flogging <laughs> in the mud or running on the beach and sand. And Pat Riley understood that if the game became down to skill and basketball, we blow them off the floor. 
So, but we understood the only way that we could stay in the game with them, we had to try to match their physicality because physically we wasn't as physical as physical as they were and they weren't as big as they were. So it was really a stretch for us to step outside of our comfort zone to plan and to do that in order to combat what they were doing to us. Yeah, you know, and, and don't and late, let's just wait a minute here. Like let's not sell you guys short. I mean, the Davis boys, yourself, Hayward Workman, <laughs> Vern Fleming, Rick Smiths, Reggie like Derek McKee, like yeah, you guys, player. you guys were ball players, but you guys were tough physical guys. <laughs> yeah, and, we were, but dude, yeah, look at yeah. me. Yeah, oh, I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Patrick, Charles, yeah. Mason, Anthony Bonner, Anthony Bonner, yep. Carl Smith, Mace. <laughs> dude, we had yeah. some. We okay. We had guys built like eighteen wheelers, <laughs> long and powerful. They had guys built like Sherman Tanks. <laughs> you know what I mean? But but here's the thing though, you know, you know, I, I try not to talk about that era that much. But I would tell you something about that Indiana team. They were nice guys and all those things. But there wasn't a time that Sam didn't miss his opportunity to establish that they were just as physical as any other team in the league. And he, you are absolutely right. I had to, BJ. I didn't have. Yeah, to you, you, yeah, 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 yeah. But you, 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 and the Davis, all of Davis boys. That was a great team. And the thing I love, and listening to your story, makes me laugh. Without question, I'm glad they cleaned up the game because <laughs> I don't even know how I survived. I was maybe a, a, a 185 soaking wet back then. Yeah. But I'm gonna tell you something. What every time I see somebody, you or Oak, the respect that all of us have for one another when we oh, yeah, see I mean, each we other. went through it. Because we no, that was I expected for you to hit me. And I expected that. Like it wasn't like I didn't need to fight you. No. I knew you was gonna hit me. Yes. And when you went to the basket, you knew I was gonna foul you. Yes, <laughs> you knew it. And, that, and that's the funny thing about it. There was like there was a mutual respect where now guy get hit down. He want to fight. They yeah. want to like, like I knew Sam was going to come over and he was going to try to run me over on the screen. <laughs> hey, PJ, you know what night, man, you know, people didn't mess with Derek Coleman too much. Right. I chased Derek down, Coleman down one night and I hacked him hard. He turned around all pissed off and he saw me. He was like, oh, oh, Sam. Oh, okay. Because he knew that's what mm -hmm. I do. <laughs> I wasn't going to give you no help. He knew that, like, like we knew Oak was gonna lay you out, <laughs> lay you out. That was understood. You what you surprised? That's what Oak knew. So you just get up and keep it moving. <laughs> it just makes me laugh because everybody understands that. It's just like, yeah. what's wrong with that? Like, okay, that's, that's what he do. Oak gonna find you after the whistle. That's <laughs> what he gonna do. He's gonna take every opportunity to give you a cheap shot. Every opportunity, so you knew that. We hope you enjoyed that quick hitter presented by Pure Hoops Media. Check out the Pure Hoops podcast with BJ Armstrong and Eric Newman each and every Friday. Stay pure.